explosive. You know, kind of a Rob Zombie. Did track. you write that as, or, or did you steal that from Rob Zombie directly? I wrote that. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you. Rob, we, we owe you a quarter, buddy. Hello. Welcome back to Long Walk Small Talk. We've had a nice long vacation and we're back in town. Do you feel refreshed? Uh, a little. I feel refreshed too. It's good to be back in front of the mic. Oh, it really of course. is. Uh, and there are millions of listeners. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Rob. You know, I went on the Facebook page. I had no idea we had like nearly 500 likes, 500 people. Yeah. Wow, that's way more than I thought. Would you like to know how I did that? Uh, bribing? Uh, close. <laughs> I basically opened up my Facebook, my personal Facebook, sure. to as many people as I could, friended everyone, and invited them. And then over the last three years, I've been weaning myself down from 3,500 followers or, or whatever friends. 200 now. Wow. 200. Wow. Yeah, you guys are great, but not 3,000 yeah. of you. Well, it has been an awesome vacation. Uh, we are back. So much has happened while we were gone. Uh, Marvel bought everything. Or, excuse me, Disney, Disney bought everything. Yes. We're uh, hoping they buy B&E so we can get sell out pretty fast. I would like just the smallest bit of that Disney money. What, think, of the, think of the smallest fraction you can think of. Or decimal. Think of the smallest decimal you can think of. Like... A tenth. <laughs> you went to Santa Fe, I take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I definitely, uh, I don't want to push my All brain too right. hard. Think if you took a one thousandth, a one thousandth of a percent of Disney money. How many zeros is that after the decimal? I don't know, but I have a feeling like our great grandkids could live off of that. Oh, sure. Yeah. A thousandth? Yes. Yeah. Of, yeah. I mean, of course. They, they've had, what, five billion dollar movies this year? Five Five billion dollar movie and one two billion dollar movie that what is was the now, two billion. In uh, game, in game may in game beat out Avatar. Yes, for so it's like two something. Yeah, I mean, until they bring Avatar back with two more minutes of extra and that's, footage. And that's exactly what'll happen in twenty twenty one. But what's funny is they own that too. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we're just beating our own records at this point. <laughs> okay, hey, so Usain Bolt just being like, I can be better. <laughs> I can do better. Yeah. You can run the 4-3. I can do the 4-2. I can shave tenths of a percent off of that. <laughs> a 1-1,000. One, one yes. Okay. Uh, the breaking news today, before you got here, Sony and Marvel are breaking up. And Spider-Man is going back to Sony. So, hold on. Real quick, Rodney, before you do that, I've got a quick... Uh, oh, God. Real quick uh, little song dedication. This goes to you, Sony. <laughs> a little ween there, one of my favorite bands. Yes, Sony, you screwed up big time. Okay? You you told Okay, so do you know the deal that they had worked out? I was reading it on the car on the way over. Wow. Safe driving in uh, Texas. Of course. Of course. Okay. So, for you at home, I believe it was is it 5 movies or was it 6? That they Okay. 
Spider-Man. You got to give me more context than that. I want want to leave you. I want to yes and you into some comedy, but... The character of Spider-Man was going was allowed contractually to be in, I believe, five or six Marvel films. Okay, I thought it was just until Tom Holland hit puberty, and then he was out. You know he's 21? Oh, shit. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought he was like 17, 18 max. But we were so used to dealing with Tobey Maguire, who was like 50 when yeah. he started the role. Yeah, he was hey. like a few years away ah, from retirement. I, I'm in high school, y'all. Man. <laughs> Every time Tobey Maguire moved in one of those movies, I could hear his bones creak. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's count the movie Spider-Man was in. That we start with Civil War. Counting hand ready. One. <laughs> Civil War. Uh, Spider-Man Far from uh, no Spider-Man Homecoming. Avengers: Infinity War. Avengers: Endgame. Spider-Man Far from Home. That's five. That's five. So they uh, they honored their obligation of five. Now the the rumor was if if. Um, if Marvel made over $1 billion with Far From Home, they were going to renew and extend the contract. Okay. Exactly as it is. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Why break up the team? You've already embedded this character into the Marvel Universe. Why, why in God's name do you take him out now? Mm. I mean, he's already... Uh, so they did. Well, if you take him out now, like, why didn't he just stay dead in, in, during Endgame? That would have been. A, Why make another movie yeah. where you completely have him taking on Tony Stark's role? Mm-hmm. You know, they say he's the only Avenger left on Earth right now. Why? Why would you do this? But I also see something. No spoil. Uh, spoilers ahead. The ending, the very end of the movie, where they do the nice big, mm-hmm. you know, Spider-Man is Peter Parker all over the TV. Yeah, I think that was a big fu to Sony. They knew this was going to happen. And they painted them right into a corner and said, here you go, buddy. Take over. Figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let, let's look at it. Um, okay. So recently, Sony's had two hits with the Spider-Man universe. One being Venom mm-hmm. and the other being uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. Oh, it's so good. Spider-Verse Ugh. is an incredible film. I, I, uh, so but, good. But hold on. But that Hang took, on. I'm not done touching That myself. took four years to make. Ugh. It, they, they, they worked on that film for four years. Many different versions, oh. different scripts. Okay. So maybe when you do the math, it's not as profitable over that many years. I, think, I still think it still made a ton of money, but but to four years. Now, Venom, I, I admit, I we had fun watching it. We mm-hmm. watched it at home when it came on video on demand. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. Would I say it's one of my favorites? No. Did it remind me of something from the 90s? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> it was straight up like a... It kind of felt like a Schumacher late '90s Marvel movie, you know. Um, I just think I don't think it's in good hands. I, I don't know if they'll have to back the truck up with money to get Tom Holland back. Then what do you do at that point? What do you do? Are you going to do you pick up where they left off, or you do do you just go? Eh, we didn't, that didn't happen. And you know, do you get his cast back of? Uh, the young woman that's playing Mary Jane. I, uh, I can't think of her name. Zendaya. Zendaya. Uh, the young guy that's playing Ned, who is who is a scene stealer in those movies. Yes, he is. You know, Flash Thompson. We should really know his name, though. I, I knew it, but he's, he's excellent. He does a great job. Do you go back and get those guys? Or do you just, you just go, eh, we're going to start over? I think especially with Ned, he's too important to the story. Like, at this point, he's really solidified himself as Peter's exactly the way he was in the movie he's the hacker guy that yeah. stays behind he's the support 
And I, I without him, if he doesn't follow Sony, then I, I, I just don't know what they're gonna do with it. Yeah. Like, where do you go from here? Like, do you try to do like an Elseworlds kind of Spider-Man and just do a one-off? I don't know. I really don't. Like, I'm I'm at a loss because you take him out of the Marvel Universe. You take him away from Nick Fury. You take the real deal is the relationship Marvel built up this kind of pseudo father figure, not in Tony Stark, but in Happy. Happy's kind of taken on this parental role for him. You take him out. What do you got? You've got no male figure. He's still got a, a year of high school left. Do you do you do the only thing I could have seen Marvel doing with the franchise was doing one more day, which was the uh, I don't know if you've read that Spider-Man story where Spider-Man uh, his idea it's after Civil War, his identity is known to the public. Yeah, that's the one where uh, he makes a deal with the devil, yes, right? Yes. And it's regarded as one of the worst Spider-Man stories. Yes. But see, I wrote the, I wrote my idea for that that screenplay. Mm-hmm. He goes to Doctor Doom. And gets, I'm not, sorry, Doctor Strange. He's able to go to Doctor Strange, make that deal with Doctor Strange. But the problem is, they don't, people not only forget he's Spider Man, people forget who Peter Parker is. And so he's going through the movie trying to regain his identity. Uh, And at the end of it, they're able to turn it back and figure out, I guess, how to do it. That's the only way I could see it happening, you know? Hmm. Have him not, have his identity not be known publicly. I don't know, but there's definitely a reason where, why we weren't hired as Hollywood writers. So I'm hoping they'll figure out something, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know what it could possibly be. I don't either. I, I don't either. Maybe, maybe this is a negotiating tactic. Maybe they're going to sit on Tom Holland until he's a little bit older and just be like, hey, you want your Spider-Man back? Give yeah, us some monies. That's a mistake. I mean, let, don't let that kid get any older. I mean, if you're going to do something, I hate to be the guy, but do it now. You hear him, Sony. Castrate, <laughs> castrate Tom Holland. Make sure he doesn't get any more testosterone. Yeah. Like uh, they did to Gary uh, oh, Gary Coleman on different strokes, but the little the kid that had the growth disease back in the day. Yeah, 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 definitely. That, yeah, supposedly. I'm sure that's something that happened. <laughs> you're too well, what decade would that be? That was from the 80s. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. All Ooh. Right. All right, so... Oh, I forgot about making fun of you for being old. Oh, I, need <laughs> yeah. to, I need to stretch before I get back you know, into that shit. After the vacation, we're yeah. all closer to dying. Yes. Yes. Oh, God, we are. Okay. Onward and forward. Uh, also, within the same 10-minute span, Warner Brothers decided to drop a massive bomb today. Right before the 30th anniversary of The Matrix being released, they decided to tell us, oh, yeah, we're doing The Matrix 4. With Lana, Wacha- with Lana Wachowski, mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves, and Carrie Ann Moss. Cool. How in the... I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. How the fuck are they going to do that? Don't call it a reboot. They're dead. They're going to reboot it. They're fucking dead. Yeah, but you remember when, like, if your computer ever fucks up, you just go over there, you pull that power button down until it dies, and then you press it again, boom, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> oh, God. The The... Highfalutin guy, the Neo Evangelical or whatever his fucking name was. He's gonna walk over. It's gonna be a completely dark room. There's gonna be a little computer that's just sitting there. He's gonna walk over. He's gonna boop boop, and it's gonna power on the Wait, fucking Matrix talk- again. Are you talking about the French guy? Or are you talking about the architect? The architect. Oh, I'm thinking of the French guy. I yeah. The Neo- see, in my mind, the French guy was just like, "Hey, I hit the reset on the button." And yeah. We have the wine, and she go take a piss. Ah. Yeah. I turned the woman on, and she is the computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I finger you in bathroom. <laughs> 
Dude, how great is it that a computer program still enjoys head? Hey. He's hey, just like, yeah. Hey. That's great. Con- control V, control P. Like, control, fuck. Squirrel control C, it. control V. It's like. Give a dog a bone. Yeah, 15 women sucking that dick, that digital dick. Oh, my God. We're never this. We're gonna get. We're gonna get in trouble for this episode. I'm excited. For who? From who? We have no fucking bosses unless Disney wants to buy us. That's right. And That's then right. I didn't mean what I said. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I'll even take McDonald's buying us out. Ooh. You know. Dun, 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 dun. It's our first episode back, and we're yeah. already trying to sell out, I, dude. I would sell out in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, of course. I would pimp that new, what is it, that pickle-flavored beer that's going around? Whatever whatever you need pimping, <laughs> yeah, we'll pimp it. I, yeah. Ooh, pickle beer is great. It's good. Yeah. The kids drink it. <laughs> nipple toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste exclusively for your nipples. <laughs> we'll do it. All right. So speaking of Keanu, uh, before they announced this big bomb of The Matrix 4 coming back, um, Keanu is in talks with the big mouse, the Disney, mm-hmm. uh, to be in the new Star Wars trilogy as the bad guy. As the bad guy? Yeah. Okay, see, you sent me this thing, and I did what little research I normally do, <laughs> and I discovered things about the character. Uh, and who's he going to be playing? No one. They haven't said, but the... Oh, I, I heard something. Okay, well, you go for it, then. Oh, fuck. Did I do more research accidentally? That's okay. Than you did? You go for it. Okay, so apparently he's supposed to be... Or at least people are expecting him or wanting him to be uh, a character named Revan, R-E-V-A-N. He was a bad guy. Okay, so apparently he was a Jedi turned Sith turned Jedi. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah. You already lost me. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Jedi Order wiped his mind and made him a Jedi again. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Did Lucas write this? We're already into some, like, (laughs) ew kind of shit. And, like, it hasn't even been announced yet. And also, I'd be really surprised if this was true, though, that he was that Revan character, um, because that is a legend character, which, if you remember when Disney bought Star Wars, everything that happened in Expanded Universe, that all became legend. Well, this is roughly based on Knights of the Old Republic. So they are are going back, and they're going to... They're going to be pulling from that. Now, as to how much... Mm-hmm. I mean, are they just still in a character name? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, it could just be like, oh, he was... I mean, well, if you look at... Uh, who was it? Dooku was a, was a Jedi that became a Sith. So, I don't think it's unheard of. But the flippity I, flop back and forth like that. The flippity flop that sounds like George Lucas had a hand in. I'd that. get really pissed off. I'd keep having to keep changing out my kyber crystal, yeah. like red, green, red, <laughs> green. That's why you have an underling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you always have to have a an apprentice, and he'll do yeah. that small work for Mexican you. Mexican Sith. Ooh. <laughs> what would be the planet that the stereotypical Mexican worker would be from in Tatooine. the Star Wars universe. Tatooine. Tatooine is... Tatooine. Okay. You know it. Okay. We're from Texas. It's Tatooine. Do they have still have slavery whenever... Uh, oh, yeah. There's slavery. Whenever Luke's around? Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just... It's not mentioned. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, when they're having that big celebration at the end of Jedi, I'm sure there was a guy like, okay, you got about five more minutes and I am literally cracking oh, the whip. I'm super <laughs> happy that you guys are free. <laughs> yeah. You guys are free from the Empire. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, how many fields did you want me to, to plow <laughs> while you're celebrating? All right. Um, well, if, if we can get into this a little ahead. bit more. Go so ahead. I think Star Wars works uh, a lot better when you get out of the way of the story. Yeah. Um, so, like, some actors can pull this off, and I really think that Keanu Reeves might be one of them. Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah. to me, whenever I see a character that I know, like Benicio Del Toro doing a shitty job, uh, 
Like he was in. Oh, he, oh he was, the stuttering. Oh, the stuttering. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> well, the, a, no, he stuttered. He wasn't a ferret. Are you sure? <laughs> I, I want to say he was part ferret. It is Disney now. He was so. sneaky and he unlocked things. That's not all of that sounds like a ferret. <laughs> he was attracted to shiny things. That's either ferrets or raccoons. It's some kind of varmint. Oh my god. Yeah. He, you want me? You want me to get in there? <laughs> But anyway, he was, he, what, was, he was honestly playing the same character he played in Usual Suspects. Okay, kind of the you, you've seen that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the movie. Yeah, um, kind but, of a stuttering, much mouth. Yeah, so villain. like that guy fucked a ferret. Yeah, and then their kid <laughs> became Benicio del Toro's character. So anyway, so like he took me out of that movie. Like I was like, oh, that's Benicio del Toro playing a character. I haven't asked you since a long vacation. How, how do you feel about Last Jedi? Uh, I, I, I'm not one of those, like, I'm not going to stomp my feet. That's the way went, they went with the story. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it, I really fucking liked. There are one or two things that I can nitpick, but that's where they went with the story. They're the creators. Yeah. You know, like, if you want to write some fucking fan fiction, do it. Make it better. You know, and, and if Disney recognizes your talent, they may fucking buy you too. Yeah. But until then, just shut up. It's just a movie. Like, yeah. it was good. It was enjoyable. One or two things, like Leia flying, really threw me off for a second. I was like, what a badass death. Bitch just got sucked out into space. What a great <laughs> ending for her. And then she was like, ah, no. Nah, <laughs> I'll just, I'll do some space flying. I'll, I'll push magically off space dust and okay, save myself. Right, but, but in Phantom Menace, in the very beginning, when they're fighting the destroyer droids, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon literally fly across a floor. They fly across a floor. If you watch them, they take off in super speed and they're like gliding across a floor. Oh, yeah, but that was in the 90s. I understand that. That was 1999. That was, oh, it was still in the 90s. Still, it's still, still in the 90s. Canon. Still canon. Well, there's. I feel like there's a difference between making yourself lighter and running on a floor that's slippery really fast than flying through space, okay, but pushing off I, nothing. See, I don't think she was flying as much as... Like when Luke reaches for the lightsaber in Empire, he's pulling, he's pulling that that with the Force. He's not just like grabbing it. He he's using it to. He's like grappling it with the Force. Why can't you grapple onto something on the ship and pull yourself back in? You totally can. I didn't think it was flying. I think it looks like flying. I, I think I think that's possibly what she was doing. Yeah. But I think she was also if you remember, if you remember. If you watch real careful, it only it only stayed on this piece of space dust for like four seconds. Yeah. So you really had to pay attention to it. The the space dust near her body started to kind of spin oh, Lord. and maneuver. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Oh, it, it's, yeah. She just had a Jesus moment. That's all it was. <laughs> she had a Jesus well, moment. She came back. Lucky her. Um, I'm really interested to see how the hell they're going to bring her back for this next one uh, in, a, in com- a realistic lots way. Lots of computers. <laughs> I imagine, yeah, I imagine, yeah. there's just a whole Google complex. <laughs> oh, God. Although that guy needs a job, like, to be fair. Oh, that poor guy, did you hear? Yes. I heard everything he, that's ever happened to him. He, it's he sad. Said, he said he was going to commit suicide? Yes. Like, no, no, you're not Jake Lloyd. Yeah. You know, you, you're not a... You're not At a, least your face wasn't attached yeah. to the character. Yeah, I mean, as long as you didn't go around saying, hey, I'm a mod best, just change your name. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. suggest him, like, hit the convention circuit or anything no. like that. Because uh, you definitely don't want people to see I, your real I, face. I bet now the kids would be like, oh, come here, mod. We're going to go... We're going to pay $40 for a, a signing. Yeah, 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 all the kids would. And then there will be a 35-year-old man who walks up and just like, you ruined what I loved! <laughs> until security drags him away. 
It's just, no, that TSA guard just hands him a little piece of paper. Oh. It says, kill yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but that poor guy, he, he's, taking, he's taking enough abuse. So we'll, if it's bad, we'll blame the computers and not Carrie Fisher. Uh, or JJ. Oh, you know. no, JJ can do almost no wrong. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, I liked Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked, liked it, it too. I thought they made some brave choices. Mm-hmm. And they got outside of out of Star Wars's butt and mm-hmm. did something right. I thought the problem. I liked Force Awakens, but I thought the problem was two thirds of it's just a rehash of uh, a New Hope. Sure, you know, for a new generation, mm-hmm. um, literally for a new generation. Literally, yeah. Which is going into my next thing, um, Matrix Four, new generation. <laughs> no, um, so right now the the really big. Instead of all all the uh, the little news, the big news of Star Wars is why some of the decisions have been made since Lucasfilm was bought by Disney. I'm going to go with money. Final answer. Well, yes, you are correct, actually. Um, the reports are coming out the last two weeks that any time J.J. Abrams or Ryan Johnson or Disney utilized a legacy character, now that is anybody from... The prequels, mm-hmm. notice they didn't show up in these movies, or anyone from the original trilogy. They would, for merchandising rights, box office, whatever, they had to pay George Lucas 25% in royalties. So if you think about merchandise, now now I'm going to say that the same report said not a lot of the merchandise ran off the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're claiming there are warehouses full of Ray, Finn, and Poe figures that no one wants to buy. Um, but anytime like a legacy Luke Skywalker figure appeared from Last Jedi, Lucas got a cut of that money. A big cut of that money. 25% of, of something Disney's selling is a hell of a lot more than any of us will make in five lifetimes. Oh, sure. So I'm wondering if that's why Luke didn't appear until the very end of Force Awakens. You know, if that... I've seen all of the the script ideas and the and the storyboards for Force Awakens, and Luke had a much more prominent part, and actually probably would have been killed off at the end of that. But I thought it was very interesting that only Han, Leia, and C-3PO and R2 showed up, and Chewbacca. Like, your four or five really big characters, even R2, appears for like five seconds at the end. Sure. He's barely in it. Um, that would make sense as to why they're not really a part of the big merchandising campaign um but also it's there are a lot of people saying like the new characters are just not popular really with with anyone now now this is again this is not my opinion this is opinion i'm I'm hearing and i have a theory my theory is that star wars is awesome and i grew up with it i'm 43 and i loved it you know I'm kind of right in their middle of their their bracket. I would say probably 35 to 60. Those are the people. That's the age range right now in 2019 that you're going to reach for Star Wars. But I'd say most people under 35, the majority, not all, but a majority, this isn't their, it isn't their zeitgeist. It isn't their cultural phenomena. Mm-hmm. I would say Marvel probably is. I would you know? agree with that. But I think that's also part of the problem is that... 
it's not 1977 anymore. Yes. It's not, Star Wars isn't, holy shit, did you see that space western? You know, it's not <laughs> like that anymore. It's like you have a Star Wars movie, and then the next month you have a Marvel movie, and the next month you have a, a Godzilla movie. And then, like, it, it has a lot of shit to compete with. Like, this is the nerd, the time to be alive for nerds, basically. Oh, yeah. We are socially acceptable. Uh, women want to fuck us. Um, it's just... Where? It, well... <laughs> women want to fuck some of us um it's just it's a different time and i think that star wars now finds itself in a place where it has to actually compete yeah and be different in a different way um so i think that's probably the problem with the toys but i'm sure i'm sure what you were saying also was like because i'm 33 and i'm not going out and buying all these action figures no. you know like i might buy one or two of my favorite characters uh jar jar Ray with removable clothing. Um, but, you know, Jar Jar. Well, I mean, what else is he going to sign when I see him at the next convention? No. Um, Misa just, broke. Yeah, Misa broke. Please pay $35 for signature. Um, but I just, I, I think there's so much competition and it hasn't done anything to really set itself apart in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, that's. You want to hit that? Yeah. I mean, I agree, a hundred percent. That that we're, it's no longer a time like they had, they had the culture from seventy seven to, I'd say, probably mid mid to early nineties, and they 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 dominated it. I, I was I was thinking about this the last couple of days when we were coming up with the notes for the show. Think you of, prepared for days. I've been prepared for days. Okay. Um, I'm really sad I had that car that I cut off <laughs> okay. while I was trying to read shit on my way over. It's all right. No, I, I was thinking, let's imagine a world. I'm going to take you to a world, okay? Close your eyes and think about this for a second. I don't trust you that much. I'm okay. just going to kind of close right. one. All right. all right. So you're in a world where a re Jedi comes out in 83. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Ewok movies came out. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Either way, my hair is kicking. Sure. Uh, and it just as so now you look feathered. Great. You look great. Be feathered. La I think it's a layered, like a, like a, like a, like a young Mike Patton. You know. Uh, you can say Han Solo. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. The the one from Solo, the Star Wars story. <laughs> oh, that's mean. I, no, I like that movie. It was fun. Okay, let's go to a world where the original trilogy comes out. Maybe the Ewok movies are out. Uh. Of course, they put the holiday special up because they got to make a mistake. Oh, sure. But around there, the only thing you got after that were the books, the comic books. That's it. Mm -hmm. Then they did Shadows of the Empire, which I don't think was a bad idea. I think if you look back, the story isn't great. But if they had spent a little time writing out a better story, what a cool concept. A book, audiobook, comic, graphic novel, whatever you call it, and in a toy line... The only thing you're not having to put out is the movie. Mm -hmm. What if they had done that for the prequel? Instead of going back and doing the films, they, somebody stops them and, you know, maybe they actually get Lawrence Kadzen involved, the guy that wrote Empire and Jedi. Uh, maybe they get Lauren, Larry Kadzen in and, and they say, okay, write the prequels. Here's the idea. Write these. Just make two, two, store, two movies, you know, or, or audio books or whatever. Write that. Well, those are two vastly different things. Okay, let's let's just say, let let. But also in this universe, 
The special editions never came out. Oh, that's how I got involved in Star Wars. That's I know, I, but I, but the special editions don't come out. And so you have this very precious commodity that hasn't been tampered with, hasn't been touched. It's almost like virgin flesh in a way. Like he hasn't prostituted gross. it. Yeah, he hasn't prostituted it out yet uh, and, and milked it for every dime and toy and everything he got, he had. Then you make seven, eight, nine. Then you have something, I think, that really people get behind. That it becomes, because we had so much, so fast now with Star Wars, that we're just kind of like, eh, I'm over it. You're not showing me anything you haven't shown me before. Mm-hmm. It's somebody named Skywalker with a fucking lightsaber. You know, the big mystery. Who's raised parents? Who cares? I liked it better in Last Jedi when we when he was just like, dude, your parents were nobody. You just got lucky to be in this movie. So I didn't believe him there. I don't either. Okay. As long as we're on the same page yeah. with that. Yeah, I think that was totally a lie. But um, yeah, no, I, I see what you're getting at. I, I just feel like without the bump they got, because the special editions, whether you like them or hate them, they really renewed that series. It's like, hey, do you remember that we are a thing, Star Wars? Remember? See, no, because because I'm, I was twenty one when they came when the yeah. special editions came out, mm-hmm. and so I would have been eleven. They were, you're, yeah, you, wow, we were, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're like younger, that's a you're big younger gap. Than Craig. I keep forgetting. I yeah, forget. that's, so that's a huge um, gap. And for me, like, I remember sitting at the at the at the lunch table and being like. Uh, challenging my friends for Star Wars trivia. Yeah. Star Wars trivia. A movie came out fucking 30 years yeah. before that. and Or 20 years, whatever. 20, but who's counting? Man, time. It's crazy. <laughs> Santa Fe education yeah. is more so, like it. <laughs> so anyway, like we were, we were talking about a movie that came out 20 years before. And like how, how rare is that? Sure. You know? I will give you that. So anyway, that's my take. Yeah. My hot take. I'm going to walk out of the room now. What do you... what? In your eyes, we're we're four or five months away from the final nail in the coffin of the Skywalker saga. Shh. Okay, for the Skywalker, Skywalker saga, saga. Yes, they are not going to make stop making Star Wars movies no, just I because mean, the Skywalker that, trilogy that's is where, over. That's that's pro- probably what I'm what I'm getting at is mm-hmm. uh, the the two the the guys from Game of Thrones are going to start their trilogy. Um, what is what do you think? Do you think? Are we, you know, it looks like they're going to take a two to three year gap off. They're going to, they're in between movies. Yeah. Or Or after from now until the next one. Okay. So rise of Skywalkers and Skywalker or Skywalkers Skywalker. Okay. So rise of Skywalker. They're going to take a two to three year gap. Yeah. I'm fine with that gap. Do you, do you think that's enough time to let it die down? I mean, because the app, the Disney app is going to have the Mandalorian. Sure. For start. No, I don't. I don't think it will die out. I think they're gonna go for like a. Uh, have you ever heard of like games as a service model? So you pay monthly as opposed to actually just paying once and having yeah. the game and all the content. Yeah. I think that's what Disney's kind of going for. I think yeah. that's what a lot of people are going for nowadays. So when Disney Plus comes out, they're gonna be like, "Hey, remember Star Wars? Here's a Mandalorian. Hey, remember Star Wars? Here's something else. Hey, remember Star Wars? Here's something else." Next month, the movie comes out. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like I think I think that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna trickle, 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 and then hit you with a movie. And those guys better bring it. 
Like, yeah. bring it. Show me something different with Star Wars. Better than season eight of Game of Thrones. I, was, I wasn't I was going to say anything, but yeah, man. Fucking season eight of Game of Thrones. Just See, I, shit I didn't the think, bed. I didn't think it was all bad until episode four and six. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, you guys... I mean, the dragon melting the throne was just like, oh, come on, guys. We don't need to do this. Honestly, I didn't mind that. But I hated the fact they were just, like, taking their time over these years and years and years. And that eighth season was just like, well, we better fucking wrap this up. Um, Yeah. uh, Let's do this. And then they they just ended it on kind of a whimper, I feel. Do you you think it's their fault? Or do you... Can you place blame on George R.R. Martin? Um, because I mean, they literally have been winging it for what three seasons? Yeah, but those seasons weren't horrible. Yeah, like this last one was. You know, like they still had some top-notch writers on all yeah. those things. Uh, so I don't want to say I blame George R. R. Martin, but I also wasn't in the room. Um, sure. Because if I was in the room, I'd have just been like, "Hey, don't do that." And also, I want Khaleesi to be naked in the last three episodes. So like, but you know why she wasn't. Yeah, I'm sure she got her nipples removed after no. like, season four. <laughs> no, after Terminator Genesis. No, uh, no. Uh, after season two, she had a no nudity clause. So she did, but she she still was nude in one of those later seasons. It was body double. <gasps> Go look at it. Oh, I will. It's a body double. It was confirmed. It is a body double. She did not get naked after season two. Okay, so season two was the last good one. Yeah, because she wanted to be a legitimate actress. I mean, like, I, I did not mind Terminator Genesis, I say, with bated breath. It's okay. It's it's fine. It's a it's, movie. I mean, it's better than Spider-Man 3. Yes. Oh, leaps and bounds. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, Terminator Genesis, like, I think she was a really good young, yeah. uh, what's her face? Sarah Connor. That one. What about a, a solo story? Solo, it was another movie. It was like it was fine. I could have taken it or left it. Um, I feel like uh, ooh, this is America. This is America. That guy, <laughs> Childish Gambino. Yes, Childish Gambino. Uh, real name? I don't remember. Oh, oh God, my daughter's gonna kill me because we we love Community. Uh, um, oh, Glover, God. Donald Glover, Donald Glover. Um, see, I can always find like little bits and pieces in there, <laughs> but never the whole picture. So Donald Glover is a fantastic at whatever he does. Yeah, he, he is. I mean, musician. Boom. Awesome. Have you seen Atlanta? Actor, boom. Yeah. Atlanta's yeah, I, incredible. I, I think I've seen the first season and a half, two seasons. Uh, yeah, we watched the first season and a couple of the second. I mean, whatever the dude touches, gold. Yeah. I mean, he was in, what, The Martian, and it was awesome. Yeah. It's like you were a side character and you like stole that shit. Yeah. By not knowing the CEO's name or fucking the astronaut. He's like, I don't know who the hell you are. But he, he was fantastic in that movie and he's fantastic in everything he does. And then he showed up in Solo and it was just okay. That was an all right movie. Yeah. Uh, like I just feel like the they didn't do a very good job of building Han Solo up into what he ends up being. Yeah. Um, and Chewie was a side character. You know, like, like what the hell? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There was just a lot about that movie that I'm very apathetic towards. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you can tell. You could see that wasn't one director's voice. You could t- you could tell that the other two guys. And after seeing Into the Spider Verse, I you go you look at it and you go, why didn't you let these guys stay on solo again? Because mm-hmm. you didn't want it too funny, but it works. Yeah, I mean. Show me what you took at what they shot. They shot seventy percent of a movie, and then they went back and reshot it with Ron Howard. Like, yeah. oh great, Obi's gonna fucking make this an epic. Yeah, 
Great. I just like the fact that they kept whoever was the guy who was just like, I don't know, maybe we should just have that unnamed guard name his last <laughs> name, like create his last name. That's that's perfect. That it it has no meaning whatsoever. Uh, I was deplorable. All right, I right, deplorable. So, Star, I'm done talking Star Wars. I'm sure you are. We're, oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, man, I could go for our... Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B-Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B-Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B-Movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Longbox Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. All right, so what do you got? What is this piece of paper in your hand? Oh, you know what it is at this point. Oh, you should at least. God. Did you really think that I wouldn't have now, one ready see, for us? I don't. You're going to need to stand back because I don't have the drop and I need to make a new drop. What's a drop? From the holes. Oh, of- see, you're using technical <laughs> jargon. That I don't know. What the fuck's a drop, man? It's like somebody the other day told me that uh, whenever a camera moves around, there's yeah. actually words for it. Yeah. I'm like, what? It doesn't isn't just pan up, pan left, pan right, <laughs> yeah. pan down. Like, yeah. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I'm sure so Tarantino you, just like, hey, move the camera up. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, cinematographer that went to fucking film school. <laughs> I'm just the guy who had the idea for this shit. Raise that camera. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I've got another halls for you. So this is a little game. This is a little game that we used to play, uh, and we will continue to play until <laughs> the end of time. Um, it's called From the Halls of Obscurity. Wait. If you've never listened before, uh, From the Halls of Obscurity, what we do is we have five characters, five comic book characters. Some of them are real. Some of them I've plucked from my own imagination. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Bill, our unwilling uh, <laughs> victim. Contestant. Yeah, contestant. Ooh, that's better. I like that word. Ooh, our unwilling contestant, Bill, um, will listen to my description of the character. I'm going to give him the character name, the character debut day, and I've made those up if, if you know, they're fake characters. Yeah. And I'm going to give him a little description of the character, and then I'm going to uh, see if he knows the if the character is real or not. And then I also want to uh, see if he gets the power correctly. So each of these people are imbued with certain superhuman abilities. And I want Bill to use his imagination to use the name of the character and build on that to tell me what their power is. For, for the listeners at home, this is the audio equivalent of a Saw sequel. Oh, <laughs> you haven't seen Saw sequel yet. Not until you meet your first oh, superhero. God. Here we go. Number one. Uh, you want me to do with my paws? Go for it. Okay. You got to so, get back a little bit. Get back a little bit. <laughs> From the halls of obscurity. Hey, mister, I think the power is going down on your droid. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Speaking of droid, do you still have your Zune? My Zune? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? That oh, was... man. I figured you'd have that thing at least it, into the next decade. It died. Oh. It died, and I can't get parts for it. <laughs> There's no place that will repair a Zune anymore. The kids at the Apple store just throw peanuts at you when you yeah, walk Yeah, they're by. just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like, is that a Chinese generic iPod that you're bringing me? Oh. Anyway, so our first character right, from this Halls of Obscurity is 
Ooh, our first character plucked from the Halls of Obscurity is Joystick. Joystick is from Marvel 1995. First appearing in The Amazing Scarlet Spider number two, Joystick was one of many super-powered contestants in a battle royale-type tournament called The Great Game. The Great Game was stopped before a winner was decided, but Joystick's story wasn't done yet. She went from being a prisoner of the Thunderbolts to a member. Their trust in Joystick was misplaced, however, and she betrayed them to the Masters of Evil. Now, is Joystick real or fake? And what would her powers be? Okay, so Joystick is going to have something to do with video games. Okay, I mean, I see your rationale there. I mean, I'm going to go mid-90s, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo type thing. I'm going to say she has some kind of ability to generate... Like a, a energy versions of characters, or she can manifest uh, like powers for uh, certain powers from video games, uh, <clears throat> something of that nature. So she like turns eight bit. No, but like she can like maybe she can like get like call up a, a hand cannon like Samus from from uh, Metroid, or maybe if she wants, she can pull a a sword and shield out like. Link from Zelda. Or... Okay, I mean, that's totally wrong, but um, that's fine. If or... that's your answer, go for it. <laughs> uh, one of those four things you said is going to be your answer, and all four of them are equally wrong. And, and she's fake. She is real. Oh, fuck. Uh, Joystick wears two gauntlets that create blue energy batons. Why? Ooh. <laughs> Why? She also has superhuman speed, strength, and stamina given to her by the game's... Oh, I'm sorry, Grandmaster that is on par... Bleh is on par with the Scarlet Spider. So she's got a little uh, bit of dexterity, a little bit of blue energy batons. You would pick something out of the Clone uh, Saga. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, 95. I mean, you're that's pretty heartless. much everything. You're heartless. All right, so this next one. <coughs> Love Sausage from Dynamite Entertainment 2007. Uh, in Garth Ennis's The Boys... Love Sausage was one part of Gloria's five-year plan, a Soviet team of now-retired superheroes. Uh, originally named Vasily Voroshikin, is now a humble bartender uh, in Russia. He was indispensable in the fight against Little Nina and her compound V created Super Army. So, I know the boys is a thing now on television. Yeah. But do you think that I made that character up, or do you think it's real? <sighs> And what would their power be? I made the mistake the last time we went out that I told you I only read the first two trades. Oh, what? Am I observant? And so, I remember that? If this is a character that appeared in something after three, or after two... Alright. Um, Ennis is the one that wrote The Boys? Garth Ennis, yeah, wrote The Boys. Okay, see, here's here's the problem, the quandary I'm having. And I can look at your poker face, and I think I've, I think I got you here. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think I've got you this time. How do you know that I'm not faking my poker face? Uh, because you're not that good. I've seen you play poker. All <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, your wife's... Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry there. Little miniature earthquake. <laughs> uh-huh. um, the reason I think it's fake mm-hmm. is because this is a similar meat concept that was used in Preacher by Ennis. You know, okay. with, uh, with the, the butcher? The old guy. Yeah. The crazy so, butcher that fucked the woman made of meat. Yeah, so I'm going to say fake. Okay. And I'm going to say if he had a power, it's got to be like maybe he's edible and then he can, re- <laughs> he can regenerate his edible parts. Uh-huh. I'm not laughing at how right you are, by the way. 
Um, so you're saying fake, and he is edible. He's edible, but like it's it's like also like every time he he gets injured, it regenerates, or someone eats okay. him. He is he re- poisonous? So he's just like Doctor Doom, bite me. No, <laughs> but it's like if he gets shot or something like that, you just get more of a bratwurst. Okay, yeah. okay. So love sausage is real. Oh God, uh, love sausage's superpower appears to be that he is extremely well endowed. Oh God, super strong and quite durable. Uh, this being the case, he cannot run straight while aroused and describes large female breasts to be his kryptonite. Oh, All Lord. real things that happened in that comic. We should have stayed on vacation. Well, you know, if you had prepared a little bit more, you are now zero for four with a maximum of ten points. For, no, I'm zero for two. You can't count. Two points the, each, bud. Okay, no, I'm zero for two. One and one. All right. I got two. I got two characters wrong. Don't even try. And two powers wrong. Don't try. Just, just, and just, two just, powers wrong. Just count. It's just zero and two. It seems like you forgot how to play this game. I, I would like to have forgotten, the game. But you know. Next. <laughs> Our next character is Dead Knight Marvel 1971. So maybe you'll have a better like. Maybe what you'll are you remember this to one. Say? Good lord. You are a fan of even... things from the 70s. I am. I okay. will I'm not making fun of your age, All but right. I will if you All want me right. to. Shut I up. was trying to be nice. <sighs> Dead Knight, Marvel 1971. Originally created by Bram Stoker. Bam, that was wrong. Originally created by Bram Stoker for Dracula series sequel, <laughs> Guest of Dracula. Dead Knight was adapted for Marvel's horror comic, Tomb of Darkness. Dead Knight, a brave soldier that attempts to avenge his village decimated by vampires, uh, he is now a slave to Dracula's every whim. His body was burned and magically imbued with power from the power masterful Count. The ashes of the Dead Knight are contained in a small leather pouch and can be summoned by Dracula at a moment's notice of danger to the master vampire. So basically his, his, uh, his body is burned in a little pouch. Whenever Dracula needs him, yeah. he fills this eight-foot-tall suit of armor. Okay. Okay. So, is he real? No. Uh, Tomb of Darkness wasn't a comic. Tomb of Dracula was a 70s Marvel comic. Okay. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tomb of Dracula because that's where the first appearance of Blade is. Shout out to Donovan, who actually called me before this podcast. We were talking about Blade. Um, I'm going to say Dead Knight's fake, but if he was real... His power, obviously, he's he's a reanimated corpse, so he can't be killed. Mm-hmm. He could probably be damaged to a point where he can be recalled by his master. So I'm going to say his, really, there's only one real power. He's dead. So he, you can't really kill him. He just keeps coming back. Like if He's like a thing of bones in an armor, and if he, you knock him down, it's just like, what's that game? Skyrim, he gets back up. You know, Enemies get back up in Skyrim? Yeah, like some of them do. Like the, the I was thinking like the, the turtle shell or the turtles. I don't from, play. I just uh, watch my kids play it. But <laughs> like, but you played Mario, right? Sure. Okay, the little tur- the little uh, turtles. Essentially, that collapse. That, that's okay. Exactly, yeah. Okay, I mean, I got you. I know I'm wrong now because you you told me. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I'm probably just gonna give it to you because I kind of gave it to you during the the description on accident yeah. there. So the ashes of the night spew out of the pouch in a cloud and animate an eight foot tall set of unstoppable ebony armor displayed in Dracula's throne room. This armor is dark as ebony, and thanks to Dracula's powers, stronger than modern steel. Um, and yes, you are right, of course. That is fake. So oh, I got one. You got, got two. One. You got two. I got, you know, fine. I'm going to say one out of three instead of, you know, 
your crazy shit. Do you want to now? Do you do you want to save this for another one? No. How many let's, more you got? We got two more. Okay. You got it. two more. Go it's go always five. All right. Uh, so this next one, you better get. Uh, I feel like this is an easy, <laughs> an easy one. Bumblebee. Uh, major bummer. DC 1997. Real. Real. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone's confident. I read it. Uh, star of his own extremely short-lived book in the late 90s, Major Bummer lasted only 15 issues. Um, on the letters page of the last issue, editor Pete Tomasi was extremely blunt. Sales were bad, and there was just no way to keep this book going. Yeah. Uh, let's do a little bit about the character. 19-year-old Lou Martin was given powers by mere chance. As an experiment, two alien college students sent extreme enhancement packages through the mail to give worthy students a set of powers. The package was destined for Martin Lewis, an extremely gifted lawyer and philanthropist, but was instead sent to lazy slacker Lou Martin. Using his newfound powers, Lou joined others transformed by the EEPs to fight against evil such as the Nazi dinosaur, Tyrannosaurus Reich, and others. So you're saying real. He's real. Definitely real. Power? I remember. Um, he's super strong, if I remember. Um, I, I, I assume you remember super strength. Maybe some invulnerability. Uh, but I also remember, like, he's a slacker, so he, they didn't want to use the powers too much if he didn't have to. Like, he kind of wanted to play Sega and eat burritos. Okay. It was the 90s. I mean, that's what we all did. I'm trying to give you nothing with my face. Yeah. So. You're giving me. Oh, nothing. am I? Yeah, you're giving I me I always nothing. am, ladies. So, yeah, I'm going to say definitely real. And he, I knew he was super strong, and I think he was invulnerable. Okay. So, Major Bummer uh, was gifted with extreme intelligence. And superhuman strength. Okay. I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, but due to his laziness, he could only use his superhuman intelligence levels either subconsciously or while extremely focused. That sounds like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're great whenever we're focused. Yeah. But Jesus, like, put some Cheetos in front of us and yeah. we'll forget what we're doing. Uh, so he is real. So that's another two points. That's right. Look okay. at you, bud. All You're right. doing better than you ever have. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last one. Here we go. Dr. Sleepless. Dr. K instead of a C. Dr. Sleepless, a.k.a. John Reinhardt, a.k.a. Science Jesus, a.k.a. Professor Zero, returns to his hometown of Heavenside after a three-year exile. As a child, he watched his parents' souls being eaten by a tenth-dimensional being. Out of spite, he decided... Out of spite... He decided to destroy the world instead of allowing these beings to use the Earth as a planet-sized snack bar, effectively starving them to death. Dr. Sleepless purposefully instigates the Grinders, a future counterculture movement, into doing most of the destruction for him, but he does supply them with weapons, including St. Teresa's eyes. Is Dr. Sleepless real or fake, and what would his powers be? What company? Uh, that would be Avatar Press, 2007. 07 Avatar Press, Dr. Sleepless. With a K. Okay. Huh. See, I want to say real, but at the same time, like, a, a lot of this sounds like your imagination. A book that I would probably like to see you write. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Like, it's, I mean, like, I don't, I'm, my gut says no. I've never heard of this. But that doesn't mean Avatar Press, I'm going to know that necessarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you a so, big Avatar Press fan? I don't really know anything they do. Well, did they do Dr. Sleepless? <laughs> that's all that's really important um, right now. Gosh. Uh, I'm going to say fake. I'm going to say his power is he can stay awake. 
Okay, I mean, that's the most mundane you could possibly... <laughs> I just get to stay awake all the time. That's my superpower. So he is very real. Um, Dr. Sleepless is a rich super genius that is just a tad bit insane. He creates technologically advanced super weapons, like St. Teresa's eyes, a bioweapon that causes anyone infected to hallucinate angels. Why are the super geniuses always rich? I don't Why know. Why can't you have a broke-ass super genius? Because uh, I think then you wouldn't have a comic. It would just be a homeless, crazy man walking from trash can to trash can. So I got four out of ten. Yes. Yeah. Which, eh, not great. No. But, it's better um, than the Zero episode that it, I did. Yes. Yeah, if you haven't heard that one, uh, it's well worth a listen. Uh, go out. You know what? I don't know which episode it is, so just listen to all yeah. of our past yeah. episodes and find the one where Bill yeah. does horribly, and, and that'll be the one. And donate to it. We, we're going to skip Patreon. Just send us money in the mail. Yeah, cash, <laughs> yeah. preferably. Yeah. But we don't take no checks. Yeah. Not your Bitcoin bullshit. If you want to send me Bitcoin, I will fucking take I Bitcoin. Want, no, send me whole, one Bitcoin. I, Bitcoin. I dare you. I don't want one one thousandth of a Bitcoin. No, we don't do fractions. <laughs> yeah. We get whole Bitcoins. We only do fractions for Disney. <laughs> only because they make us. <laughs> All right, man. So that's it for my game. So four, uh, four out of ten. I mean, it's not the worst you've ever done, but it's you know you could do better. Maybe you. maybe next I, time. I hate you. Maybe next time. I hate you. All right. So what's what's next? What's on next episode? Uh, next episode, I would say we are going to cast Marvel's Fantastic Four movie. We're going to pick our own cast for that one. Spoiler alert, I'm going to pick the original cast from the original <laughs> Fantastic Four, and that's wait, what I'm going to go you're with. You're talking about the 1994? I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about the early 2000s one with Chris Evans Jessica and Jessica Alba. Alba and the other two, uh, the <laughs> bald guy Chicklin. from The Shield and uh, the guy that disappeared into nothingness, yeah. Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> what, what did he do after? I'm going to IMDB him between here and there. <laughs> and we'll talk about what we've been reading lately. I've actually gotten back into reading comics lately. And uh, there's some really good stuff out there by Marvel right now. So, until next time, I'm Bill. And I'm Rodney. Did we have a saying at the end? The podcast with issues? Uh, um, I know we're the podcast with issues, and we'll see you next issue. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com. Yeah.